I'd like to welcome everybody back to the basement for round two. In the champagne room of Basement Podcast Studios, this is The Audible. I'm Ken Marangolo. He is Kevin Ricca. Mama. Coming home. He is Tim Strachan. You open it, open it up like a doctor, like starting a session. Very. How do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. is Brian Stabby. There you go. <laughs> and this is the DC Mess Around segment of the evening where we talk about our experience as a DC sports fan, which in general has been pretty awesome as of late. And it's culminating in a denouement of sorts tomorrow night, Wednesday. Denouement? It, it, it's, cli- it's climactic. There's a lot of climax involved tomorrow night if, of some kind. There's the enthusiasm I, I was looking for. I love it. It is denouement. I'm just not a, I don't know what denouement is, but it I was is repeating the, it. It is the climax of a story. Uh, I, and it is when it's, everything kind of reaches a height. The Washington Capitals in Game 7 against the Pittsburgh Penguins is a big effing deal. The Washington Wizards in a Game 5 second-round series against uh, the number one seed on the road in a game they should win because they're a better team. And, and you have the better. Nationals and Orioles playing, which is also a big deal in my opinion. All it's, of that's a the huge NBA deal. All starts, this is the whole reason why this podcast exists. When the, lo- when, when the visiting team loses. That's when, that's yeah. when the series really truly starts. And this is absolutely the apex of DC sports in the basement without the Redskins. We love them, but this is everyone else's time to shine. Oh, hell yeah. And I get the baseball game is third, and it is third, but it's a household divider, it's a friend divider that exists. But what could bring everyone together, kumbaya, would be that, a couple if that's dubs. That's the floor of my couple dubs. tomorrow. Yes. I'll take it in. Exactly. Day. No, sir. No. We've lost two. Protect your turf. Yeah, two, two in D.C. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. It's protect your turf. And we, and we don't. Yeah, but we don't play well at Camden Yards. And we also don't play well. <laughs> Against the Orioles at home. They, they, they've had our number recently. We can't deny it. That is going to be an amazing game. We are going to win. Strasburg will get the W. We're going to protect You're our going. turf. I will be there. And it's going to be interesting so to talk about all of do? our points what of view. Uh, double charge phone. Look, everyone knows. And Ken described it earlier. I heard him talking on the phone. He said, look, what a great stadium to go and watch the Penguins and go up into the bleachers and go up into the... There's plenty of views. There's going to be plenty of people yep. going field through bar. exactly what we're going through. And I'm going to take a couple trips to the center field bar. You got to. I'm going to enjoy the Red hell Birch. out of it. Couple. Our, our family. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. It's, it. I can't wait. And I know you appreciate all DTH. this. And I cannot wait to see this go down. I can't wait. The last time I saw this go down, the Penguins beat us in Game 7 relentlessly, and you gave a speech for the COAO Award that my little brother got, and T made about 300 people sing happy birthday to my baby brother, who doesn't like when his parents sing it to him. Tomorrow night's going to be a different story. And if you could call Keith and sing happy birthday, that would be amazing. Happy birthday, Keith. (laughs) No, if, if if the Capitals win tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Well, It's all going down tomorrow. tomorrow. What's this called, man? What do we call it? 
the trif- well, trifecta, trifecta or... Damn it. Dos. I don't know. <laughs> Caps. It's the third one in a year. Potentially. Knocking off Pittsburgh would be tremendous for so many people in this region. Uh, it's that'd be that'd be a nice start. You guys think? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, the reason why they play seven-game series is so the best team wins, and I believe that uh, in the NBA, is, is it's just am- amazing the the statistics of the home team. It's amazing. Yeah, but we smoked them by a bazillion twice at home. They were lucky to get out with both. Once without a W's. Man. I don't understand how we can lose to this team. I mean, besides Isaiah's insane performance against us, which was just sh- shockingly amazing. I mean, what he yes, did it to was. us. So, hats it off. Was, it, hats no doubt. off. You can't. Don't you wish we weren't playing against them? It was insane. <laughs> I was like, not to watch because I wanted to root for them. It was insane. Oh yeah. Yeah. Off the glass. That was awesome. Yeah. No, they're like brothers, and that was the relationship. The respect was there, but so was the frustration. They had to work some stuff out as young men. That's what they had to do. And uh, John Wall became the big brother and understood both roles perfectly as the dominator, freak, unbelievable representative of D.C. sports. God, I love watching him do what he does as much as I love watching anyone in this town do what they do. I love it. That 26-0 run, if you go back, Isaiah had four turnovers. John Wall was all over the place. It was like watching Showtime at the Forum. At the very end, the last bucket, the 25th and 26th point, the no-look scoot over to Otto on the right for the dunk. The place went crazy. The background was old school. I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was the best amount of basketball I've seen done in this town at the professional level in the history of my life all at once. Otto was ridiculous. Markeith Morris was ridiculous. Gortat, our starting five was outrageous. It was the coolest thing I've seen in forever, man. It's been a long time since we've been uh, like a sports center feature. And these guys play a game at a level where that's where they are. And, I mean, it, it, back when Weber and and Juwan and all those guys and, and, and uh, who was uh, Cheney, right? When they were all, uh, they were our highlight team Rashid, of sorts that got on Sports Center, but they weren't a feature. They weren't a feature, you know. But they got on Sports Center. These guys are a Sports Sports Center Sports Center feature, and it's the for, way they're it, playing. And it's because their leader and none of those teams we just discussed ever had a leader quite like this man, John Wall. Who who's had a leader like him? He's embraced the role later in his career. He's like twenty six. 
They do. How, have, they do, how old they do is he? Have a he's twenty five. Twenty five. I mean, he's not even. He's he's like an elder, twenty five year old. Or I mean, I I I thought it was a little bit older than that. But but still, he came he came in the league at nineteen. I mean, you know, yep. he's a seasoned vet in this business. Oh yeah, and those two have what a rapport. Yeah. He's the he's the physical checker off the boards in hockey that doesn't let anyone get away with anything ever. He's gonna wear your ass down. He is an absolute beast in the middle that hurts people. You don't want to play against him. That's the guy Ken always talks about when we had Ionitis when we drafted yeah, Ionitis. Like he's got to pick you up full court, and he's kind of like yeah. athletic, but he's kind of like spastic, and he's gonna hurt you. Every day is a Super Bowl oh, for this guy. The, Every play is like yeah, the, uh, exactly. is the finals, and he's good. One guy you always played that had like the really yeah. bad elbows. You always had to look I like to think it. I tried to be that guy yeah, as often too. as possible. A headband. The guy that did that to me, sweatbands. I will never forget. Like, never. Oh, yeah. You're like, God, unbelievable. Ronald Brooks. God bless you, Ronald Brooks. I know you're listening. Pick me up full court in an all-star game. <laughs> like, full court. Just and one of the best Smack athletes. The floor. One of the best athletes in D.C. at that time, no doubt. Everyone knew his name. Taking me up in full court. Ronald Brooks. But how about this? I want to say this real quick. Oh, the Caps score eight goals in a row. The Wizards go on a 26-0 run. They both come back from two games down and increase that lead back up to where they needed to get in two games. We watched them do this from January 1st all the way through. They did not stop winning. And now everyone's so – I can't stand the, oh, the D.C. curse. There's no D.C. curse. Watch these guys play. I, Enjoy I never, it. I never Let there was a curse. the series unfold. I know it's not us here. It just drives me crazy, the narrative of the, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I will call Matt Seal out right now and say, don't you ever write that shit ever again. Stay positive. Ever again. Why not stay positive? There's no curse. There's no goat. There's no, like, Babe Ruth. All right, so all that said, when you tune in or pay pay attention for the first time tomorrow night. Tune in. We'll gather around the big radio. On the Caps game. (laughs) At my grandma's house. Like, where's your stomach sitting, you know, when the the puck drops with with the Penguins in game seven? You know, uh, come on, it's it, it's gonna be. I, I don't know. It's gonna be sitting, you know, in the, in the corner of my basement. I mean, I, I'm gonna be beside myself on this one. I mean, this, this like, like you're gonna have. It's gonna IBS be a brutal watch. It's I'm, gonna be a brutal watch. I'm trying to remember. Good or bad, brutal watch. No, I'm a. I I would consider myself a hockey fan and a Capitals fan, um, but I'm trying to remember a game that had more meaning. And on so, on more levels than this game, than this game does. Ninety four. Uh, I mean, ninety four. When they were in the when they were in the. 98. They were in the oh, Stanley wait, Cup final in the ninety eight. They got they got swept by the Red Wings. Was it ninety eight? Yeah. Hold on, timeout. It was a great yeah, it was a great there. season, and you used to come down and you used to come down to the Arena Cafe. It was ninety eight. They were there. Yeah. Ninety eight. Sorry. Oh, that's right. I'm trying to think of a game, Wizards, Caps, Redskins, or Nats, um, that had a game that was this big on so many levels. Okay, give me the Redskins one. The Redskins one on the same level was that week 16 
for the East and and Tony Romo through the three three interceptions. Real uh, Will Compton. 2007. Yep. Well, they, 2012 was Alfred Morris's rookie year. Oh, that was Shanahan. Week 17, right? The super cold Sunday night game. Yeah, with RG3. I want to say that was like New it was like New Year's night or uh, or something like that or Sunday night it was brutally cold um and Alfred Morris ran over him. Was it Will Compton who got the game winning interception at the end? Uh I can't remember. It was a linebacker. I I wish I could recall. There's a fade there's a, uh damn I wanted to say Robert Henson. I know it wasn't Robert Henson. Might have been. And on on it was a backside linebacker that he just lobbed one up. It might have been. It wasn't Henson. Uh, it, it was uh, <laughs> Ooh. Robert Henson was, did not. Make it was that a speedster linebacker. Someone, <laughs> I please. Love what he did. Um, Dang it. Okay, so what's the uh, what's the Wizards one? Well, it was back when they 1978. Played the Bulls, right? It was Wes Unseld. When they played that the Bulls. No, they we lost three in a row to the Bulls. In a five-game series. Point. And I waited on Calbert Chaney in a denim outfit at Pizzeria Uno and said, you did a great job on Jordan. And he signed an well, autograph for John David. Into that Jordan was all hyped about us. These guys are going to yes, be great forever. They, they, exactly what happened. Yeah. They're the future. Juwan Howard, Chris Webber, Calbert Chaney. Chaney guarded Jordan the whole series, gave him fits. That was the last time I really loved, loved the team. But it, it devolved too quickly to actually invest. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just it escalated so quick, and it had been so long, right? I didn't mind giving Gilbert that money. I was like, hey, give him, I, I love Gilbert Reese. How could we have known? The only, thing, the only clue he gave us was that he wore running shoes to play basketball. <laughs> we should have known that. If someone showed up at the park and some damn avias. That's, that's got to be one. You mean play basketball? He wore low-cut shoes like untied laces. Right. What the? What the? How fun was he though? He was. I I had some of my like top moments as a as a Wizards fan being at the games where he hit game-winning shots, turning his back to the basket before the ball went through the hoop, and swagging back the other side. I mean, I, I was there. Like, I was there, and I was. I saw it with my own eyes, and I'll never forget it. I, I will never, and I adored it, but it was kind of like he was, like, too dumb to deal with uh-huh. the consequences. If it missed. <laughs> and he just didn't miss. Yeah. Still, he turns around, but, like, doesn't make the shot. <laughs> Brian Stabby, I can't believe you just segued this, because what I thought about about one minute ago was I watched a video online of Gilbert Arena showing up at Nick Young's house. Yeah. And like, 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 tackling him, punching him, giving him wedgies, embarrassing him in front of his girlfriend, like, putting his whole hand in the fridge and like knocking all the beers out and like pushing stuff everywhere and like wrecking everything and then leaving. Oh my god! Yeah, he's like a horrible person. Like, this is like. 
what he did. What he was giving Nick Young a wedgie, and Nick Young was like, "Okay, it's over, it's over." And like this went on for like thirty more seconds. Grown like, man. When someone's like, "Grown man, a, a grown man who makes millions of dollars to play basketball," okay there's it. like another guy who doesn't play basketball anymore, but made eight bazillion. Give him a wedgie. Like And it's also exactly like Wall Street, I imagine. <laughs> Everyone just walks around and gives millionaires get wedged by billionaires, like at like fancy restaurants. That's what I think. Don't, 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 don't judge me. Don't, don't, don't judge you me, guys. <laughs> Wait, is, what do you guys think is about? That what everyone thinks about <laughs> the wedgies and, and and whatnot. And if and if push-ups weren't just orange, if they could just put vanilla ice cream in them. No, we don't. Or if, or no. some other like fudge based something situation else that you could push up directly into your mouth and eat as fast as you can. Yeah. What what? We could say we we've gone halfway through the teams. Do you want to talk about the Nats moment and the Caps moment too? Or? Well, this is the Caps moment. All right. So the Caps moment is this one. This one. Or this one, I think, was Game Seven against Montreal. With with Halak. Against uh, So that. That's a terrible moment, though. I know, but like that had the same feeling. Yeah, but we we didn't we didn't have the same history with Montreal. This is worse. This is worse. We have history with this team. <clears throat> yeah. We just. Uh, I'm. It's. I'm gonna be in D.C. for it. I, like it's gonna be awesome to be at a baseball game with everyone knowing exactly what we're also rooting for yeah. together. Like I'm essentially gonna be rooting for the Caps in front of forty some thousand people, also, with who are rooting for the Caps. Yeah, it'd be a lot different than oh, yeah. how I usually watch it by myself in the basement at Tier Kent <laughs> or anyone else that takes me in. Uh. It'll be on, and all of it'll be on in the Strachan House. What an exciting day for the good guys who love it. Okay, Everyone here loves it. Wait, so the, the Nats, final moment, the Nats the final one moment? was a game the seven was against the Dodgers last year, I think. Not? I think there was a moment bigger than the Dodgers. Are you going to give me some terrible moment, like when they got when they lost to the Mets in a, in a weekend series and they changed their season for the worst couple of seasons yeah, ago? Earl Weavers beats George Sitting Washington Strasburg. in the presidential race. What do you got? Was that year when Storin was one strike away from beating the Cardinals? Yeah. And, uh, uh, Dude, you're just thinking of the worst possible uh, situation. Why? Thanks, Brian Stabby. Yeah, yeah, we know what happened. Think about it. Most of the stories you're asking for are all going to end in. Oh my God! Because, <laughs> they, it's because you don't get, you don't have that many championships. I mean, only one team wins one year. That's right. So. Oh my gosh! I mean, but there's don't, obviously don't great Brian. moments. Brian's just giving you facts. The, the no moments, moments that we weren't talking facts. We we're talking <laughs> moments. Like when I think of moments, there's like there's when I think of moments, there's way more of a stiffy involved. Yeah, so so that's that speaks to the psychology of the DC sports fan, um, because you know if you ask me a you know similar scenario for the Redskins, I would say the '83 NFC Championship game against the Dallas Cowboys at uh, um, the, the that kind of that kind of thing, or or uh, let's see for Daryl Grant. Yeah, of course. Just, 
Just catching balls and shimmering in. Knocking over. The best spike in the history of our franchise. Knocking over a division rival en route to a, to a championship. Um, the Cowboys have never beat us in the postseason. 0 for 2. Love beat. That was huge. Uh, on the, I would say on the positive side. That well, was how many years ago? Kind of what we're shooting for. <laughs> so I'm, t- but I'm also talking about all time top, the top moments. I think for the, the for the Washington Caps, yeah, the, the last one. I mean, I think for the for the Washington Capitals franchise history, like this game is as big as it's ever. There's, no, I don't think there's been a bigger game in Washington Capitals history. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you can go down three to one. And have everyone that's always crumbled and you've made crumble crumble around you, and then laugh in Sidney Crosby's face as you jostle him left and right like a rag doll while putting five on Flurry. Yeah. I think you're gonna be just fine. I think it'll be just fine. And when Burakovsky has the damn wherewithal to just smoothly glide and pause and pace himself into being a bad dude and put the puck yeah. exactly where it needs to go. Why, why does he change and his Kuznets voice? Kuznets like cough. He just gets all like good one nine hundred like phone sex hotline operator. Because that's what he did. I watched it. I'm just describing what he did to the best of my abilities. Because he was just like, "Yep, what's up? Hey, I know last year they got mad at me for not being this cool, but guess what? <laughs> that was last year. And I don't give a f about being in Pittsburgh. And I'm giving you the business right now. After I just stole the puck from you, I did it earlier. Now I'm oh, just doing sick. it to just because I'm because I'm the shit. Uh, and listen to him boo. I love hearing Pittsburgh fans boo their team. That was awesome. Yes, they did. I thought they looked beaten up and beaten down early in that game. I don't know what what of that carries over to Game Seven or not. Everyone says none of it carries over, but that, uh, Tom Wilson was hitting people. Left and right in the last 50 seconds of that game, as oh, hard as he possibly could. That was the coolest part. And I guarantee you, there is a cumulative effect of the, of the hits that we are laying on them. Uh, I do think that that, that that becomes a factor. I, I, you know, it's not they that they don't so want any of us, but they are. Last night. Oh, yeah, so they much are. more aggressive. On the defense, the cream rises the to the top in the, the seven game series. This franchise needs to finish it off, but everyone involved That's knows. That's why it's the biggest game. Because if they win it, they are now one step closer to, to accomplishing something that they've never accomplished. If they lose it, it's just it's the same it's the same thing. So here, here real quick, do you think how much of the uh home game for game seven is gonna affect the audience, the the fans in Nats Park? Oh, we're all gonna be together. Everyone there is going to be on the same page. That's the best part. No, of do you think it's going to hurt attendance for... at Nets Park? That that'll be interesting. No, because here's the deal, and I will give them this that break. Will be a test and I will say the Orioles fans are actually very classy with the Matt Weeders deal, and I think they'll be very yeah. classy tomorrow night at Nets Park because there's going to be so many O's fans there on the same side as so many Nats fans there. There's oh, going to yeah. be Nats and O's fans at the Centerfield Bar in unison, arm in arm cheering their asses off for the Washington Capitals to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. And the Wizards, for that matter. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. We're all on the same page except for we're together against each other. Formerly Baltimore Bullets. This 
This might this this might do some uh, peace offering type. Well, I have been on. at the center field bar it's at that stadium interesting way while a Wizards it. and a Caps playoff game were being played, and it was a mo- one of the most amazing things ever because you're I was so busy watching the uh, Caps and Wizards on the screens that I w- I forgot at times like there was a baseball game going on like right behind me that the every single person that was standing there was obviously you know feeling the exact same way it was jam packed that's going to be an awesome scene tomorrow if the dj at nats park could find the time tomorrow to download kumbaya oh yeah that might provide for a couple great moments If the O's win and the Caps and Wizards lose, uh, <coughs> it's going to be a bad day. I'm going to race the Metro home with my family in tow. <laughs> I, do you have like a, um, like a shelter you can, like in somewhere out in the countryside that you can just bolt to in that, in that scenario? Kevin would just yeah. start running. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I might no, just... I, no, I'm good at, I'm good at standing up and taking yeah. it. Okay. But, uh, I don't think I'm going to have to tomorrow. No. Because all I've wished for, all I've wished for, for for so long, is to pick the night that we're going to play the Orioles in baseball and all of a sudden it's going to be the greatest DC night in sports. All right. I got my man Jake on the on the recordings. Let's go Caps. Let's go Caps. Let's go Wiz. Let's go Nats. He is Tim Strachan. Thanks, buddy. He is Kevin Ricca. Let's go, D.C. Let's go, D.C. He is Brian Stabby. I am Ken Marangolo, and this was The Audible. When you're sitting at the table When the dealing's done